Talking to Sky, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Zay, collectively known as SoCal Uncensored or SCU. This is Catch, Hook, and Shoot, the worst podcast I've ever been on. Word. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Catch, Hook, and Shoot. My name is Tom. Today is Sunday, September the 29th, 2019. I want to thank everybody for listening, watching, and subscribing on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And make sure you're following on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and LinkedIn. On any of those platforms, you can find the show at Catch, Hook, Shoot. Make sure you head over to patreon.com slash catchhookshoot for all your bonus content, free merchandise. we got three different tiers uh, with some uh, some pretty cool benefits on each one, so head over there and check that out. And for all your t-shirt needs, head over to prowrestlingtees.com slash catchhookshoot and pick up a shirt and support the show. And if you ever want to shoot me an email, it's catchhookshoot at gmail.com. Uh, starting off the show on a little bit of a sad note this week, I uh, just found out yesterday that... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, that uh, Rick Bogner passed away back on September the 20th. Now, uh, for anybody not familiar with that name, uh, he was probably known better as, uh, well, he was known uh, as uh, Big Titan and Rick Titan throughout his career, but what he was probably known best for was portraying the uh, quote-unquote fake Razor Ramon in uh, WWE. Um, and uh, for anybody that isn't uh, familiar with that storyline, it was uh, basically an attempt to turn JR heel after uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash left WWE and went to WCW. JR kind of had a little bit of a heel turn. It didn't really take, but a uh, big part of that was he was saying he was bring, bringing Razor and Diesel back to the WWE. And, uh, it, you know, obviously it wasn't Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. It was uh, Rick Bogner and the fake Diesel was actually Glenn Jacobs, better known as Kane later on in his career but uh yeah rick bogner passed away on uh september the the 20th um not a whole lot of details uh, it was uh, his brother that released the news uh over the weekend and uh yeah just uh, basically said that his passing was sudden didn't give any kind of details so don't know if it was from illness or or what it might be i'm sure there's lots of speculation about it i'm not going to get into any of that uh the only thing you know that's certain is that uh, rick bogner did pass away on september the 20th so uh, rest in peace to rick bogner so uh getting into a little bit more uh more upbeat news some uh uh some you know happier topics let's uh jump into our first segment which as always is the match of the week All right, so the match of the week this week comes from NXT, and it is uh, Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. Uh, now, if uh, anybody has not seen NXT from this past Wednesday, definitely get on the WWE Network and check it out. These two guys put on a fantastic match. Um, you know, both of these guys are known for doing a lot of stuff that uh, guys their size just really most would think they shouldn't be able to do, but... Uh, yeah, they, they put on an amazing match. These are definitely two guys, I think, that are going to be moving up the ranks of NXT. You're probably going to see a lot more of them now that NXT is a two-hour show. Uh, so it's going to give you know some more opportunities for, for some guys that haven't had a whole lot of TV time. And I think two of those guys are going to be Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic. They uh, you know did not disappoint this week, so make sure you head over there to check that out. Uh, probably the uh, my favorite specific spot from this match was uh, Dijakovic hitting a top rope Canadian destroyer um, now the only issue I had is I think that should have been the end of the match I mean that's just one of those moves you know uh, there's certain moves I don't think anyone should ever kick out of you know it's like once the move is hit that should be the end of the match and I think a top rope Canadian destroyer falls under that category but uh you know they like i said they put on a great match told a great story and uh, just some phenomenal outstanding stuff from these guys that you would not think guys of their size would be able to do so uh yeah head over to uh, the wwe network check out this past week's edition of nxt and uh look up uh 
take a look at this match. Uh, Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. That is the match of the week. So let's get into all of the uh, news going on this week. And there is a lot of it. We're going to start off with WWE. Um, they uh, did announce this week that Raw and SmackDown are going to have uh, new sets and new uh, opening themes. And they are bringing back Pyro, which I know a lot of people are, are excited about. Um, interested to see what the new sets are going to look like. We've seen new uh, logos for Raw and SmackDown unveiled in the last couple of weeks. And the... Uh, uh, like I said, the new uh, opening themes for, for each show have been announced for Raw. Uh, it's a song called Legendary by Skillet. And for SmackDown, it's a song called Are You Ready by ACDC. Um, yeah, uh, I, the ACDC song I was familiar with, uh, the song from Skillet, uh, Legendary, I was not familiar with. But it definitely uh, yeah, it definitely fits with uh, uh, with Monday Night Raw. So, um, yeah, you can find both of those on uh, YouTube if you want to check them out beforehand. But uh, so yeah, it's uh, um, gonna be a whole new look, new sound, new everything for uh, for Raw and SmackDown, including the announced teams. Uh, the announced teams were uh, released this week on Raw. You're gonna have Vic Joseph, Dio Madden, and Jerry the King Lawler coming back to uh, to Raw commentary. Kind of interesting. Now the uh, <clears throat> story making the rounds online is that Lawler is just uh, temporary in that position. It's not going to be permanent. And there's some speculation that it could be uh, Mickey James to be the third person in the Raw announce booth. She, uh, this past week, did do commentary on main event. So it's got some people speculating that she could possibly be moving over to Raw. Uh, the commentary on main event could just be to kind of uh, get her some reps, so to speak, get her comfortable at the uh, at, at the announce booth and then move her over to Raw and take Jerry Lawler's place on a more permanent basis. On the SmackDown side, your announce team uh, is going to be you know the uh, the current uh, Raw announced team of Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Renee Young. Not too big of a surprise. I mean, that's considered their A team as far as announcers go. So uh, moving them over to, to SmackDown, which is going to be on uh, mainstream broadcast primetime television, kind of makes sense. That's like I said, that's their uh, their their A team for announcing. So putting them in the uh, the biggest spotlight, which is going to be SmackDown going forward, uh, definitely makes sense. And on NXT, there uh, we're going to still have the uh, same announced team that we've had, which I'm happy about: Moro Ronaldo, Nigel McGuinness, and Beth Phoenix. So uh, yeah, whole new uh, for Raw and SmackDown at least, whole new look and and everything else. So it should be uh, should be interesting to to watch and see how uh, how everything unfolds going forward with Raw and SmackDown. Um, on uh, Raw this week, it was announced that uh, Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair will be appear appearing on Miz TV this coming week. So uh, that should be interesting. When they announced Hogan's name, though, he got uh, didn't get the greatest reception from the live crowd. A lot of boos, which, you know, understandable. A lot of people still not big Hulk Hogan fans after all the controversy he's been surrounded by, um, you know, for the last several years. So... <clears throat> Uh, it's just one of you know one of those things. You either you either love them or you hate them, and uh, <laughs> that, that's pretty much it. Uh, coming up also on Raw this week, Cedric Alexander is challenging AJ Styles for the uh, the United States title. We've got a new 24/7 champion in Carmella. Finally, uh, uh, not really betrayed our truth because they're still still together uh, on screen. But uh, yeah, Carmella did uh, go for the pin against against our truth and is the new 24/7 champion. I've uh, got a Universal title coming up tomorrow night on Raw. Seth Rollins defending against Rey Mysterio. This should be an awesome match. I, I'm really excited to see this one. Um, on the SmackDown side, the uh, of course SmackDown is uh, making its move to Friday night this week, and uh, uh, their uh, first episode on Fox is going to feature a ladder match between Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon, which is basically uh, career versus career. Now, what uh, what's being rumored online is that this is pretty much the way to get Shane off of TV. That's been rumored for quite a while that they're going to be kind of phasing him out, especially with the move to Fox. They want it to be more uh, sports-centric, and uh, so supposedly there's not really going to be any kind of authority figure on screen for SmackDown. So this is uh, pretty much the way to get Shane off of uh, off of TV and off of SmackDown, so look for KO to, uh, to win in this ladder match. Also got the uh, uh, WWE Four Horsewomen going to be involved in a tag team match: Becky and Charlotte versus Sasha and Bailey. Uh, it's a match we've seen before, but you know, with these four women in the ring, it's uh, it's, it's going to be a good match. Um, another match that was 
<clears throat> announced uh, last week on SmackDown is Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan versus Harper and Rowan. Um, they weren't real specific about when this match is going to take place, but I'm assuming it's going to be at the at the pay-per-view at Hell in a Cell, so we'll see about that one. Uh, Dakota Kai made her return to NXT this past week uh, in a match against Tainara Conti. Uh, Dakota was victorious in that one. And uh, some more um, online rumors floating around is that Fox wants the Fiend on SmackDown, so I guess we'll have to see what happens with that when the draft comes around um, uh, next week uh, to see if he if he ends up getting drafted to SmackDown or if they're going to keep him on Raw. I think, uh, you know, for the time being, I, <laughs> I don't really think you can say anybody is a permanent fixture anywhere because they're still going by the, the whole wild card rule, quote-unquote, so we'll have to wait wait until next week to find out who's going to be where as far as Raw and SmackDown goes. Uh, WWE also announced this week their uh, studio show coming to FS1. It's going to be called WWE Backstage starting up on Tuesday, November the 5th. I'm curious to see what this is going to be all about. I'm, you know, assuming it's going to be, you know, just some, uh, like, possibly behind-the-scenes stuff and, and stuff like that about WWE. So uh, it's going to be hosted by Renee Young and Booker T. Now, there has been a lot of rumors going around this week that uh, CM Punk was spotted at the Fox Sports Studios in L.A. Um, a couple days ago and that he was auditioning for an on-air role to be part of this uh, WWE backstage uh, studio show. Now, and, of course, that uh, just had the uh, internet wrestling community going crazy with speculation and things like that and you know i think it's a case more of uh if this is true you know punk would be working for fox not for the wwe i don't think you can i don't think you can make the uh uh the connection about you know a return to the ring or anything like that just from from this uh this little tidbit of information online i mean if if it's true that he was auditioning for a, a part on the show hey great it'll be great to see him you know back in the the wrestling world in in some form or fashion but uh it's one of those things you know i'll believe it when i see it especially when it comes to punk because there are so many rumors and uh people you know just clamoring wanting him back in wrestling in some way shape or form it uh yeah like i said it's it's just one of those things you know i'll believe it when i see it so I'll have to see it come uh, come November when WWE Backstage debuts on FS1. If uh, if Punk's part of it, hey, that's awesome. If not, you know, uh, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> um, some other other interesting uh, kind of bad news for WWE is that Dish Network has dropped uh, Fox from its channel lineup. Now, stuff like this happens all the time with Dish. There, you know, contract disputes with different uh, different networks and things like that. So this is not an uncommon thing uh just you know the fact that it happened uh so close to wwe debuting on fox is you know kind of kind of a blow to them uh, and dish is also the uh the owner of sling tv for uh, uh people for uh quote-unquote cord cutters who use you know more uh, streaming services so uh not only is uh, dish network not going to have fox and its affiliates but neither is sling so that uh, kind of puts a dent in uh, potential audience for WWE for uh, SmackDown. But, like I said, this is not an uncommon thing with Dish, and uh, it usually gets resolved fairly quickly. So <clears throat> I don't think it's going to be a, a major major deal going forward. Just uh, the timing of it, like I said, is just is kind of crazy. Uh, some uh, some Twitter news. Uh, Seth Rollins deactivated his Twitter account this, uh, this week, and, uh, you know, he... Uh, he and Sasha Banks had a little bit of back and forth, you know, kind of trash talking each other and, and nothing uncommon for wrestlers. Nothing terrible was said or anything like that. But, uh, you know, Sasha, Sasha fans or uh, Sasha stands, as they're called, uh, I, I hate that term, but, you know, it is what it is just kind of uh jumped all over seth rollins for for something he said to sasha and like i said nothing terrible was said it was just it was it was trash talk between two wrestlers so you know and uh but he uh now that's the the assumption anyway is that that's what led seth to deactivating his twitter account and you know who knows we'll see if it gets addressed tomorrow night on raw i doubt it but uh, yeah, as of right now, Seth Rollins is off of Twitter. Uh, WWE also announced their next Crown Jewel event in Saudi Arabia is going to be held on Halloween, October 31st. So, uh, which is a Thursday. That's kind of weird. Usually those shows are on Fridays. But uh, 
you know, speculation that uh, Hulk Hogan, Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, you know, all the big names that uh, uh, usually take part in these Saudi Arabia shows are, uh, you know, more than likely going to be be part of it again. So, uh, yeah, let's move on to some AEW news. Um, some uh, some pictures were put up this week of uh, the AEW production trucks and equipment trucks, you know, getting on the road, getting ready for the uh, Wednesday night debut of AEW Dynamite and... Uh, you know they're not uh, not all that different from WWE trucks. Got the company logo on them. Got pictures of uh, wrestlers on the back of them on the doors, which is kind of cool. And um, I don't know for some reason people had a problem with this, but they don't have problem a problem with WWE that does the exact same thing that plasters their wrestlers' pictures all over uh, all over their production trucks. But whatever, I think it's cool that they uh, you know they have their own fleet of trucks. It uh, just one of those things kind of shows they're you know they're for real. They're they're a big time big time contender in pro wrestling so i i uh, i like it i think the trucks look cool i like the fact that they've got uh you know on each truck they've got pictures of two different wrestlers on each truck one that i saw had the bucks on it one had cody and brandy one had hangman page and his horse so you know it's uh, it's pretty cool so i i liked it um also some really cool aew news uh there's a uk indie promotion called Southside wrestling uh had uh an an event for their ninth anniversary or is going to have an an event for their ninth anniversary and uh had a lot of nxt uk stars supposed to be participating in this and uh wwe pulled them all for one reason or another i don't know if there's like some big nxt uk event that they have planned for the same night or what but wwe pulled all of their talent from uh from this company's anniversary show which i believe is also their final show and um you know they they went online. They had to make the announcement that the the talent was pulled, and uh, Cody Rhodes jumped in and said, "Hey, let me uh, let me see let me see if I can help." So uh, AEW is going to be sending some talent for uh, for Southside Wrestling, which I think is a really cool move on uh, on AEW's part. Um, some uh, little little bit of controversy with AEW this week was uh, uh, having to do with Nyla Rose responding to. Uh, one out of the thousands of hate tweets that she gets on a, on a daily basis, you know, and uh, she, I basically I look at it, she had enough, she clapped back, she said something a bit inappropriate, I'm not going to repeat it, but uh, yeah, it was it was definitely inappropriate what, uh, what she said in her response, you know, two wrongs don't make a right, but, uh, you know, she did come back the next day, issue an apology, and uh you know not making excuses just saying hey i I, you know i did it i shouldn't have i'm sorry uh for for anyone that i offended you know which is exactly what she should have done and uh you know people i god the the hypocrisy online is just ridiculous people coming after her for the comment that she made saying oh she should be fired for this well i'm sorry do any of the uh the trolls who um you know attack her on a daily basis, do any of them lose their jobs over it? Why should Nyla lose hers? She clapped, you know, she lost her temper, she clapped back, she said something she shouldn't have said, she deleted the tweet, she came back, she made an apology, and that's that. No, she shouldn't lose her job over it. And, uh, you know, people people are just, they're stupid, they're hypocrites, they, they, they think it's okay for, like I said, literally thousands of people to rain hate down on this woman on a daily basis but uh she claps back one time and says one inappropriate thing and she should be she should uh, be out of a job for it sorry it doesn't work that way if you're going to do that then you need to find out where every single one of these trolls work that uh that attack her all the time and uh, make sure they all lose their jobs as well you know if you're going to apply that kind of logic apply it to both sides or shut the hell up but, uh, you know, like I said, she said what she said. She apologized. She knew it was wrong. She, uh, and, you know, she did what she had to do. And as far as I'm concerned, that's the end of it. So, moving on. Uh, we talked about the WWE studio show earlier. Apparently, there's talk of uh, an AEW studio show as well. Now, if, the, if, if this is true, it's just in the beginning stages. They don't know what network it'll be on. You know, will it be on TBS or TNT? Or will it be something that's just on BR, the BR Live app? Uh, or what it might be, but uh, you know, I think I think that'd be uh, that'd be pretty cool. Like I said, I'm looking forward to the WWE studio show. I think something with AEW uh, along the same lines would be definitely be a good thing. I mean, you know, it's all it's all about producing content, uh, is is how the wrestling business has become 
over the last several years. So uh, the more content, the better. And uh, I, you know, the studio show type of format is something I've always liked. So uh, we can get one from AEW and WWE. I think that'd be great. Um, Brandy Rhodes also talked about uh, this past week about uh, seeing new uh, new faces on TV, people that are signed to AEW but that haven't uh, haven't been unveiled yet so to speak which I think is is kind of expected I mean you know Cody Rhodes did say a while back that we've only seen about 40% of their roster so you you know you're going to see a lot of new people making debuts once they hit weekly TV cuz I mean they got 2 hours to fill every week so uh I, I'm definitely looking uh looking for a lot of new faces to be popping up that we haven't seen just yet and uh so we'll have to see uh who uh, who some of those new faces are, um, be it um, you know men and on the men and women's side. I think Brandy said, uh, oh, I just read the quote a little while ago and I didn't put it in my notes here, but uh, I believe she said there's like 16 women signed right now to uh, AEW, you know, and I know uh, I know we haven't uh, haven't seen that many, at least haven't seen official announcements of that many. Now we all know that uh, Britt Baker is one, Nyla Rose is one, Awesome Kong is one. But uh, as far as official announcements of who's under contract and who's not, we haven't uh, haven't really seen too many announcements beyond that. So I'm curious to see who uh, the rest of that uh, those 16 women are. Uh, some more Brandy news. She uh, she was getting some backlash on Twitter yesterday because of uh, honestly not because of anything she directly did. I mean she uh, there was a uh, there's a wrestling Twitter account. Uh, I I wouldn't necessarily call it a dirt sheet. But, uh, you know, talking about uh, basically wrestlers and stuff like that, vanity searching, and I believe they singled Brandy out, and she said, yep, I vanity search, and, you know, to to me, I took it, you know, like she was making light of it, like, yeah, I vanity search and this and that, and I uh, I didn't see the actual tweet that started all this uproar yesterday, because uh, I, I didn't, didn't get on Twitter until uh, later in the afternoon, but, uh, yeah, apparently she made some, some kind of tweet about vanity searching, and... You know, like I said, uh, uh, the original tone of it to me on the stuff that I did see the day, the uh, previous to yesterday, seemed you know lighthearted, not to be taken too seriously. But apparently, her uh, her fan base, her quote unquote stands, um, you know, jumped all over this wrestling site and started attacking and making death threats and saying, "Oh, you should go kill yourself" and this kind of stuff. And, and that kind of stuff's never okay. You know, saying wishing death upon someone in any form or fashion is just, uh, yeah, I've said it before, it's really about as low as you can get as a human being. I mean, you can dislike somebody all you want. Nobody says you have to like everybody. But, uh, you know, there, there are certain things that just should not be said, and uh, that's one of them. So, but, uh, and, you know, Brandy is the one catching the backlash for it, and she, you know, she tried to, I think, kind of dilute the situation you know talking about uh she put up a post about mental health and people seem to get so much enjoyment out of quote-unquote triggering people but you know that uh triggering somebody that may have mental health issues you don't know what what's going on with that other person basically was the was the gist of it and you know that's how uh uh that's how people end up hurting themselves is uh you know they get quote unquote triggered so it's not uh, not something to joke about and that was basically the gist of it and she caught even more backlash for that saying that she was trying to make herself the victim and that kind of thing and you know i i honestly as far as celebrities go i uh i think people expect too much as far as wanting them to be role models and how they expect them to ask and holding them to higher standards and you hold everybody else. And that's bullshit. I'm sorry. You know, a celebrity is not responsible for what their fans do or say unless that person directly says, hey, fans, go get this person, which I've seen certain people do, <coughs> Cornette. But, uh, you know, it, uh, it, it, uh, outside of that case... I'm sorry, especially when the person does try to quell the situation and does speak out and say, you know what, people shouldn't be saying these kind of things, no matter what the other person has done. I uh, I don't think it should fall on that uh, on that celebrity's shoulders, but you know, not everybody thinks that way. That's just me. But uh, you know, it it is what it is. But uh, it's the internet. It's going to disappear, and you know, it probably already has. But because um, you know, people have the attention spans of uh, of goldfish for the most part. 
but uh yeah it is what it is it's gonna you know it's gonna disappear it's gonna calm down it's gonna go away and people are gonna move on so it is what it is uh some other cool aew news is they announced a partnership with dc comics now i don't know exactly what the context is is there going to be an aew comic book or uh or what it's going to be but um there's been some pretty cool illustrations going around online if you follow the aew social media sites you've seen some uh some pretty cool comic book type pictures of uh like brandy and the bucks and kenny omega and stuff like that circulating around so i'm uh interested to see how uh, how this is going to play out moving into some new japan news they had a show at the hammerstein ballroom in new york last night that uh, apparently somebody tried to sabotage uh, i was uh, i didn't see the show myself but i was following online on twitter and um the show actually started quite a bit later than it was supposed to because uh you know, in uh, in New York, if you're running a wrestling show, you have to have an ambulance on hand, and which is just, you know, smart. But uh, apparently the ambulance company that works with the Hammerstein Ballroom, somebody called the ambulance company ahead of the show and said, oh, the show's canceled, we don't need the ambulance. So the ambulance never showed. And when the New Japan people got in touch with that uh, ambulance company, that's when they found out, well, somebody called and told us it was canceled and we don't have an ambulance available now. So, uh, some some interesting speculation going around online about this, about who could have done it, and, and that kind of thing, you know, or was it just a, a mistake on somebody's part, either at New Japan or at the ambulance company, maybe, you know, maybe there was an event that got canceled, and uh, they just, you know, mistakenly noted it as the uh, the New Japan event that got canceled, or the Hammerstein Ballroom event that got canceled, who knows, but, uh, you know, just... Uh, you know, it could have could have been you know something malicious, somebody trying to sabotage the show, or it could have been an honest clerical error. It does happen, guys. Believe it or not, not everything has some nefarious uh, uh, ulterior motive. But uh, yeah, it, uh, the show though did uh, did go on. They were able to secure another ambulance, and uh, from everything I read, it was a great show. So uh, yeah, luckily luckily they were able to pull it uh, pull it together and get the show get the show done. Uh, some Ring of Honor news. We've got two new champions in Ring of Honor. Angelina Love is your new Women of Honor uh, World Champion, and Roosh is the new Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion or uh, World Champion. Sorry. Uh, yeah, defeated uh, defeated Matt uh, Matt Taven at their event over the weekend to uh, secure the World Championship. And uh, there was a lot of speculation about Matt Taven uh, possibly leaving Ring of Honor. Uh, his contract was up at the end of this month. Well, he did announce at the TV tapings yesterday that uh, he is staying with Ring of Honor for the foreseeable future. So apparently he has signed a new contract. Uh, Impact announced that they are, uh, in fact, moving to uh, Access TV on Tuesday nights starting, uh, well, new episodes are starting on October the 29th on Access TV. But they're going to start their uh, uh, their Tuesday broadcasts this coming Tuesday, October 1st. They're going to be replaying some uh, some pay-per-views. And just kind of introducing the access audience to Impact ahead of their, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, ahead of their official start for Impact on uh, on October the 29th. And um, on uh, this this week's episode of Impact, uh, some some pretty big news. T- Tessa Blanchard qualified for the X Division title match at Bound for Glory, and I think. It's gonna be—I forget was was it five or seven people in a ladder match for the uh, for the X division title, but Tessa is the first one to qualify. So uh, I, I have a feeling, you know, as uh, as heavily as Tessa is being pushed with the uh, the intergender matches she's been having and things like that, I have a feeling we're gonna see Tessa Blanchard as the new X division champion. So I, I'm I'm calling that one right now. Uh, I'm really looking to bound for glory. It's here in Chicago. I've already got my tickets, so I I can't wait for that one. Um, moving over to MLW, there's going to be a uh, media call uh, tomorrow at noon, noon Chicago time, with uh, MLW owner Court Bauer. I'm actually going to be a part of that call, so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, you know, they're going to be talking about the uh, their first pay-per-view event coming up in November, the uh, joint promotion with the Crash promotion in Mexico. They have an event coming up with them in Tijuana. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about MLW starting women's division. Um, so I'm sure that'll that'll come up in the call. So I uh, yeah I'm I'm looking forward to that one. It's going to be my first ever media call that I'll be a part of. So I will uh, make sure I take uh, take some good notes so I can let you guys know what all I uh, what all I find out on uh, on that media call tomorrow afternoon. Um, <clears throat> talking about media calls and press conferences, the NWA is going to have a press conference tomorrow at 8 a.m. Chicago time. Uh, they're 
going to be revealing the name of their show and where you can watch it on TV. Of course, they have their TV tapings tomorrow and Tuesday in Atlanta. So, uh, yeah, I'll be, uh, I'm obviously I'm not going to be part of the press conference because they're in Atlanta. I'm in Chicago, but, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully it'll be broadcast on YouTube. So uh, everybody can check that out. Uh, cause I, I'm really looking forward to, uh, to getting, getting a look at the new NWA once it comes to TV. <clears throat> Sorry guys. think I'm getting a little bit of a cold over here, but anyway, um, some, uh, some other, miscellaneous news here uh, I mentioned earlier that Roosh is your new Ring of Honor World Champion uh, shortly after that Ring of Honor event uh, CMLL promotion in Mexico released a uh, a statement basically saying that Dragon Lee and Roosh have both been fired from the company for not adhering to company guidelines whatever that means I think they no showed an event uh, for CMLL I know that they had a uh, uh, an anniversary show I'm not uh, not sure if that was this past weekend or if it hasn't hasn't happened yet, but uh, <clears throat> but yeah, Dragon Lee and Roosh both fired from CMLL, which is uh, a pretty a pretty big deal. I mean, those were two of the top guys. Dragon Lee, of course, also did a lot uh, a lot of work with uh, with Ring of Honor and as well as uh, uh, New Japan. So uh, yeah, those are two two top guys for CMLL that have just been just been released. And Roosh did release a uh, video after his Ring of Honor title win, basically declaring that he's an independent. And uh, um, looks like he's going to be going by the name El Toro Blanco, which uh, means the White Bull. So pretty pretty interesting stuff there. And uh, there's also speculation that Dragon Lee is going to be going by uh, the. Um, um, yeah, I think it was El Toro Rojo, the Red Bull, because um, I'm yeah I'm not sure if they can use the names Dragon Lee and Roosh or if those are owned by CMLL. So, but uh, yeah, Roosh has already been announced for a couple of independent shows, uh, one with Chaos and one with the Crash promotion. So yeah, I'm not not thinking either one of them is going to be hurting for work anytime soon. I mean, Roosh already signed to an exclusive deal with Ring of Honor in the U.S. And I'm sure there's going to be no shortage of independent dates that he can pick up pretty much wherever and whenever he wants. So that's pretty much it for the news and rumors this week. So let's get into uh, one of my favorite parts of the show. And of course, I am talking about the Troll of the Week. Alright, so the Troll of the Week this week is actually an impact wrestler and um, for for a while was one of my one of my uh, more favorite impact wrestlers so I was kind of disappointed that I had to uh, give give him this honor this week but the troll of the week this week is moose now I think anybody who pays attention online if you follow moose you know he uh, he's good for you know throwing jabs and bantering back and forth with uh, other wrestlers with fans if uh, you've seen all the stuff going on with uh, with Ken Shamrock and him back and forth I mean it's actually led to a, a match between him and Shamrock at Bound for Glory and you know Moose uh, do, does a good job of just playing the arrogant asshole heel you know and that that's his uh, that's his character so I never you know really thought too much about it but uh, you know if, uh, if a wrestler is going to engage with fans I think there's certain lines they shouldn't cross um you know, like MJF will engage engage with fans here and there, and you know, obviously stays in character. But uh, you know, there's certain lines he doesn't cross. He doesn't uh, doesn't body shame people. Doesn't use certain like terms and things that could be deemed as racist or prejudiced or sexist or anything like that. You know, but he stays in character 24/7. I think Moose is kind of trying to do the same thing, but uh, he, he's uh, yeah he he crossed a bit of a line this past week. Uh, he was engaging with a uh, woman that I follow on Twitter. I'm not going to give her name because I didn't uh, you know I haven't asked for permission to give her name or anything like that, so I'm not going to. But uh, yeah, he. Uh, you know, being his typical heel character, which is fine, no big deal. But then he uh, crossed a little bit of a line, kind of uh, started body shaming her, called her, I think he called her fatty or something like, something ridiculous like that. And, uh, you know, that, uh, it's just, it's uncalled for, and it's, uh, obviously it's unprofessional. But then, and th this is kind of the part that uh, kind of won him this distinction this week. He direct messaged this girl and said, hey, please don't pay attention to, you know, 
what what I'm saying on here. You know, I don't mean it. Uh, it's all you know meant to be in fun. Uh, I think think you're doing you're you're doing great with your fitness and stuff because that's one of the things that uh, people follow follow this girl for is you know her uh, journey so to speak to you know as far as uh, fitness and and uh, weight loss and things like that. And uh, you know that's all fine and good. You know it's nice that he message her and things like that my thing is and a lot of people agreed with me if you're going to do this message her beforehand you know before you start throwing those kind of jabs at somebody say hey you know uh, um this is what i'm going to do are you willing to play along with it and let that person make the choice let them have a say so if they want to be involved in in your little character or whatever it is you know let them like I said, let them be able to make the choice if they want to be involved in that, you know, because uh, some people may not be comfortable, even if it is an act, you know, some people may not be comfortable with, uh, with, you know, uh, some stuff like that being said to them. And to, uh, you know, ask or to say st- something like that after the fact, it's kind of one of those things, you know, uh, it's the mentality of, well, it's better to ask forgiveness than permission. Well, you know what, I, I think that's complete bullshit, so... Uh, yeah, just, uh, really unprofessional behavior, you know, if you're going to do something like that, if you're uh, a wrestler, you're a heel, you're, you're playing your heel gimmick 24-7 like Moose does and like, or like MJF does, you know, and you want to go on the attack on somebody like that and, you know, you want to let them in on the, the gimmick or whatever it is, that's fine. Let them in on it beforehand. Let them make the choice rather than you making it for them. So, uh, yeah, based on all of that stuff, this week's Troll of the Week is Impact Wrestler Moose. Uh, yeah, just uh, a bit of a bit of a fail this week. Hopefully he can do a little better going forward. But, uh, yeah, just not, uh, not cool. Not cool on Moose's part this week. All right, so moving on. Uh, what I really wanted to get into this week is kind of breaking down the, uh, the impending Wednesday Night War, as people are calling it, between AEW and NXT. Uh, and NXT's already been on uh, the USA Network on Wednesdays the past couple of weeks. <clears throat> and it's just been, uh, they've been airing the first hour on USA, second hour on the WWE Network. Well, this coming week, it's going two hours live on USA. Uh, and that's how it'll be going forward. And also this week, at the exact same time, we've got AEW Dynamite debuting on TNT. On the, uh, yeah, the matches that are, that are announced on both sides so far, these are going to be phenomenal shows i mean i'm i'm talking like pay-per-view quality shows in in my opinion uh on the nxt side we've got an nxt championship match uh, adam cole defending against matt riddle who won the uh, number one contendership against killian dane this past week now there's some speculation about this one because uh cole was pulled from uh from some house shows over the last week so the speculation that he is injured and uh, may not be able to defend the title but it's not really clear if it's uh, if the injury is uh, is storyline or for real, so I guess we'll see on Wednesday if he's actually able to defend the title because there's been no official announcement from WWE otherwise. So as of right now, I'm assuming this match is going to take place. So we're going to see Adam Cole defending the NXT title against Matt Riddle uh, for the NXT Women's Championship. We've got Shayna Baszler defending against Candice LeRae, who won the uh, the number one contendership two weeks ago. And then the Tag Team Championship, Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly, and uh, Bobby Fish defending against the Street Profits. Um, of course, the Street Profits are the ones that Undisputed Era won those titles from. So I've got a rematch here now. I'm, I'm pretty much counting on Undisputed Era retaining the titles. Street Profits have been appearing on Raw and SmackDown. So I think this is, is going to kind of be their send-off, which is pretty standard for NXT. You know, somebody will drop the title. Uh, they'll have their rematch. Nine times out of ten, lose their rematch, and that's their send off for NXT, and then they're on either Raw or SmackDown after that. So I think that's probably what's going to go on with the Street Profits. But uh, yeah, those are the three three matches announced so far for NXT. I'm sure there's going to be more than that. They've uh, NXT's been doing a pretty good job the last couple weeks of uh, bringing some new talent onto TV. Uh, guys, you know, again, like I said, that haven't had a whole lot of TV time, like Keith Lee and Dijakovic, and uh, we've seen uh, uh, Cameron Grimes, and uh, like I said, Dakota Kai, and uh, Tynera Conti, so 
<clears throat> I'm sure there'll be more than just these three matches, but that's what's announced so far. Now on the AEW side, they've announced quite a few, uh, quite a few matches. Um, the biggest one, which I, I would assume is probably going to be the main event of their first show, is crowning their first ever women's champion, Nyla Rose, taking on Riho. Uh, and there's been so much just horrible, evil things said uh, regarding this match that I'm not even going to repeat any of it. But, uh, you know, and not even just about, um, you know, Nyla um, being trans or anything like that, but just about about Nyla's uh, in-ring ability, which I think is crap. I mean, she, you know, she's a monster heel type uh, type wrestler, and I think she does it does it pretty well. I mean, obviously, she's still relatively new to the business. She needs TV time. She needs in-ring time. You know, and she's going to improve, but I don't think she's all that bad right now, guys. On my honest opinion, I I think she plays the uh, the monster heel pretty good. So, uh, but you know, I'm I am really looking forward to this match personally. I you know I've only seen Riho in AEW the events that she's done for them, but uh, she she won me over real quick. So I'm really looking forward to this match. Um, and I honestly don't know who to pick. Um. You know, I can see upside to either one of them being the first women's champions. So I, uh, I'm not going to not going to venture a pick in this one at the moment because I really don't know who to go with. But I, I'm assuming that is going to be the main event of the first show is going to be to crown the women's champion. Uh, they've also said there's going to be an appearance by John Moxley. They didn't say he was going to be in a match, but he will be in a match on the ninth. Um, so their second episode uh, against Sean Spears, and that one should be interesting because it's uh, kind of a heel versus heel thing. But AEW has said they they're not going to have your typical heels and baby faces, good guys and bad guys, and things like that. So I don't think uh, I don't think it's going to be uncommon to see this type of matchup. But as far as this week goes, uh, just as an appearance by Moxley, so it'll be interesting to see what he's got to say. Uh, the first match of the show is going to be Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara. Uh, this one, I am looking forward to. I think uh, they're going to, you know, AEW Dynamite is going to be starting off with a bang, quote-unquote, uh, pun intended. But, uh, yeah, if, uh, if any of you guys are not familiar with Sammy Guevara, go look him up. I mean, he's wrestled in AAA. He wrestled in uh, Lucha Underground. He's had, uh, you know, a couple of, couple of uh, appearances matches on uh, uh, the couple shows that eight uh, pay-per-views that AEW has done I mean yeah th this kid can go and uh, putting him in there with Cody I mean Cody the match that Cody had with another really young talent Darby Allen uh, I mean on that particular show for me that was a match of the night and they went 20 minute Broadway on that one which is something that I love that AEW is doing that uh, bringing back time limits but uh, you know, I could uh, I could see this one going kind of the same way, or you know, even could see uh, Sammy Guevara picking up the victory because uh, AEW has said wins and losses are going to count, and Cody has, as of right now, the uh, the best one loss record for the the handful of shows that AEW has done, and consequently has a world title match for uh, the next pay-per-view full gear coming up in November but he's already said if Sammy Guevara wins this match it's going to change that so I'm um, I'm curious to see what's going to happen I mean I think I think a lot of people are kind of uh skeptical about the whole win-loss thing and you know I and the thing is they haven't fully explained how this is going to work and I'm sure that's going to you know something that's going to be addressed once weekly TV starts people have no patience to wait and find out they just want to crap on stuff so you know a lot of people have been crapping on the whole win-loss thing and they're assuming that cody's gonna win um you know just like a lot of them are assuming that moxley's gonna win when he faces uh, uh spears on their second episode but uh you know i don't uh i think those people are stuck in a wwe type mentality where you know they're they're going to just see the same crap every every week week in and week out and so i think aew is going to surprise that type of people you know as for me i'm going to sit back and watch and see what happens i mean i it you know sammy guevara very well could defeat cody and completely throw a wrench into the world title match at uh, at full gear so we'll have to wait and see uh, another match coming up this week mjf versus uh brandon cutler now if you don't follow the being the elite series on uh on youtube uh this match probably doesn't mean a whole lot to you but i would definitely encourage you to go back and check it out and check out some of the interactions and uh 
and uh, just the, uh, I, I guess the best word would be bullying that uh, Cutler has suffered from MJF. Uh, so, you know, there is definitely a story there. So I, uh, you know, if you're not familiar with, uh, with the background with these two, check out being the elite on YouTube and you'll, you'll, uh, find out, um, it, you know, there, there is a good story here. So, uh, I, I'm hoping Brandon Cutler pulls this one out, but, uh, MJF honestly is the hottest heel in wrestling right now. So wouldn't, uh, wouldn't be too big of a shock for, for MJF to come out on top in this one. Uh, and then another match schedule for this Wednesday is uh, one that was supposed to take place at uh, at the Double or Nothing pay-per-view uh, that didn't uh, didn't happen, and that is Hangman Page versus Pac. So, uh, yeah, the uh, AEW, you know, sticking uh sticking to their word and and bringing this match and putting it on uh, putting it on free TV. So, good on them. And this should be should be an awesome match. Hangman Page, um, he's another guy, you know, you look at his size and he does a lot of stuff that you really wouldn't expect a guy of his size to be able to do. And uh, he does it very well. So, uh, um, you know, he can, uh, he may not be on the same level as Pac with the uh, the aerial type maneuvers, but uh, he, he can hold his own for sure. So I'm really looking forward to this match. I was looking forward to it at Double or Nothing and now, you know, we get to see it on TNT. So it should be, should be an awesome match. And then we've got a six-man tag team match, the uh, the Elite, which is the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega taking on Chris Jericho and two mystery partners. Now, pretty much everybody's assuming that Jericho's mystery partners are going to be LAX, Santana, and Ortiz. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I like, I like Santana and Ortiz. They'd be great partners for Jericho, and I wouldn't be disappointed if it was them. But like I said, I, I expect some surprises from AEW. So this could be two guys that we haven't seen yet. Um, you know, maybe this is where we see uh, Wardlow for the first time, and he comes in and just uh, dominates. You know, Kenny Omega because we've you know Kenny Omega's been on that uh, that kind of losing streak since uh, since AEW started up. I think that's going to be a big part of his storyline. It's he's I think it's going to be uh, one of those you know kind of tales of uh, redemption when it comes to Kenny Omega, but. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of possibilities as far as who Jericho's partners could be. I think a lot of people are just kind of focusing on Santana and Ortiz because of the surprise appearance that they made at All Out. But uh, yeah, if it's Santana and Ortiz, great. I think a rivalry between them and the Young Bucks would be outstanding. Uh, but if it, you know, if it's two guys that we haven't seen yet, couple a couple of surprises, that'd be awesome too. So. Yeah, I uh, I'm not gonna pick one over the other. I mean, I'm gonna be watching both shows. I've got plenty of TVs in the house to be able to watch both shows, uh, so I will probably be running back and forth between uh, between rooms during commercial breaks and stuff like that. But I'll be uh, I mean, I'm DVR in both of them, so I'm not gonna miss anything. And uh, yeah, just I I am so looking forward to Wednesday nights going forward from here on out. And I'm not uh, you know I'm not getting caught up in the hype of picking sides. Or, uh, you know, saying one company's better than the other or anything like that. I just, uh, guys, I love pro wrestling. And NXT is probably the best wrestling show WWE puts out. And AEW has some of the best wrestling talent in the world right now, despite what uh, people like Jim Cornette or anybody else says. I mean... You know, really pay attention to some of these guys. Pay attention to what they can do in the ring. Forget the the crazy gimmicks or anything like that. You know, uh, I people. I think uh, Luchasaurus is a good example. You know, a guy with a, a dinosaur gimmick, and people can't seem to see past that. Well, watch the guy wrestle. The guy wrestled in uh, Lucha Underground and was just fantastic there. You know, go go back and look at some of his matches. Look past the gimmick and look at the performer and watch what they can do you know i mean so many people claim to be wrestling fans and quite honestly they're not they're they're critics is what they are you know don't don't be a critic be a fan sit back and watch enjoy it it's wrestling it's fun and i mean there has not been ever the amount of wrestling content out there that there is now and that there's going to be over the next few weeks i mean you know, if if even if you take independent promotions out of the equation, you've got WWE on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You've got AEW on Wednesday. 
you've got, you're going to have a WWE studio show on Tuesdays. You've got WoW in New Japan on on uh, on Access on Saturdays. You're going to have Impact on on Tuesdays. I mean, God, just be a wrestling fan. Look at the amount of content that is out there. Check it out. Figure out which one you like, and, and just sit back and enjoy. You know, uh, that that's probably the best advice that I can give anybody is just enjoy the ride, guys, because it's going to be freaking awesome. All right, so... Moving on from there, uh, again, want to remind everybody about the Wrestling Behind Ringside Fan Fest 2020 coming up next July, July 25th at uh, two shows at 8 a.m. and 2 p.m. Head over to WrestlingBehindRingside.com for all your tickets and information. Now, the uh, last several weeks, I've been running a uh, contest called the Break the Code Contest. I've been dropping a word every week uh, that's uh, part of a phrase that was made famous by a pro wrestler. And... uh, yeah, I received no correct answers, so I don't know if I made it too difficult. Maybe the phrase was too long, people didn't keep up with it, but uh, there were no correct answers received. So, I am going to give that phrase right now. The phrase was, just when they think they got the answers, I changed the questions. And of course, that is a phrase from Rowdy Roddy Piper. So, I'm going to uh, go back to the drawing board and kind of rethink uh think up another contest maybe one that doesn't go 12 weeks and uh and see uh see what i can come up with and uh, i'm gonna run a new contest probably during the holidays um you know definitely uh i want to get uh uh, run the contest and pick the winner by uh by new year's so uh yeah as soon as i come up with uh what that contest is going to be i will definitely let you guys know but uh yeah for the break code code contest there were no correct answers received so no winner for the uh the two vip tickets for the wrestling behind ringside fan fest so like i said i'll have uh, another contest up and running in the coming weeks and we'll uh be picking a uh, picking a new winner by uh, by New Year's is the plan. So if any of that changes, I will definitely let you guys know. So coming up next week on the show, uh, of course, the WWE draft is going to be coming up um, next week. So what I am going to do is just kind of give a preview and give my uh, my top ten draft picks for each brand. Uh, now I am going to include NXT in it, even though I don't think NXT is included in the actual WWE draft. But uh, yeah, I'm going to give my top ten picks for Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Who I think should go to what brand and why. So uh, yeah, just uh, and these aren't uh, these are not predictions. This is just uh, armchair booking or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, just fantasy booking. What uh, what I think would work. What I think would be cool. So uh, yeah, I don't don't want anybody to to think I'm making predictions here or anything like that because I'm not but that's uh yeah that's coming up next week so uh until then again thank you to everybody for listening watching and subscribing on Podbean Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts TuneIn Stitcher SoundCloud and YouTube uh head over to Facebook Twitter Instagram Snapchat and LinkedIn look up at Catch Hook Shoot and give a follow there Check out patreon.com slash catchhookshoot for all your bonus content and free merchandise. Head over to prowrestlingtees.com slash catchhookshoot and pick yourself up a shirt. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, uh, anything you want to ask me or suggestions for the show or anything like that, send that all to catchhookshoot at gmail.com. So for right now, I am going to sign off. Hope everybody has a great week. It is going to be an awesome week of uh, of wrestling coming up uh this this i would call the official beginning of the uh the next era in pro wrestling so uh yeah like i said guys just uh you know sit back relax enjoy the ride be fans you know stop being critics find what you like and stick with it and uh yeah like i said hope everybody has a great week enjoy all the wrestling coming up i know i'm going to so uh, i will talk to you guys soon 